Welcome to Home Dad Chat, brought to you by the National At-Home Dad Network. My name is Brock. My name is Danny. We are here to talk about life as stay-at-home dads. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. No, I don't want much. I even love handmade crafts made of macaroni. Come on now, you should know me. Sometimes I might eat too much. No worry about my weight. Got the dad bod rocking on me. Sketches on my feet. Cargo shorts look good on me. I'm a dad, that's what I do. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Oh, man. I actually got some energy in me today. I don't know... Uh why i should i went to a second grade field trip and that was oh i mean All the kids the were fun. the kids were great it's the adults the the adults are what's draining i feel like a lot of times especially the moms not to not to knock on moms too much but boy i tell you what power trip on with mom whew, just let them have it whatever they want to do just step back because it's oh, not boy. it it is not worth it to get in the way of of mama mama bear you, you, your wife or, or women on the field trip? I don't know. Women on the field trip. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. W- women, the, the moms at my kids' school, like, got to be in charge. It's like the, the teachers and stuff are all like, and even the moms sometimes, like, oh, it's so great to have dad here. Just don't do anything. Just, just be an entity <laughs> in the room. That's yeah. it. That's it. Like, huh. a- anything else? Yeah. Like, I was standing. Uh, in the lobby of this museum and they told us uh, oh yeah hey like um, bathrooms are over here and I'm standing there I'd sent my daughter in to go to the bathroom with all the other girls and I'm standing out I'm standing out there and this mom walks up behind me and she's all like uh yeah so the class is supposed to go up the stairs and I'm like uh-huh <laughs> I'm like uh I'll be there in a bit sure no problem yeah. I'm like calm down it's okay take a breath and then these other two moms, I kept watching them like pass back and forward this pack and forth this first aid kit. And at some at certain points, the other one would be like, oh, I'll take it. No, I got it. It's OK. I know I'll take it. It's OK. I need to work on this other arm. And I'm like, oh, my <laughs> God, you guys are ridiculous. So, yeah. And the dads are just standing back, just watching this. Like, I was like, I don't know what all is going through your mind, but I'm just like, I've, I'm, I've told my wife, I was like, I'm just playing this out like the military. Keep your head down. Stay quiet. Don't talk unless talk to like that's it. That's how you get through a field trip. <laughs> well, I, I have not um, had that experience that I know of, but um, mm, you lucky. <laughs> well, or that or oblivious. It's quite possible that they were trying to do it. And I was just like, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> maybe, maybe I don't I'm know. old. I can get away with that stuff. I have I have just like tried to be, you know, a present parent slash I don't know if you want to call it authority figure or whatever, but I've tried to, you know, like help yeah. with different things with kids. Whew. And I tell you what, the amount of times that I have had moms just speak their mind to me afterwards about how I did not do that right is oh. unbelievable. So that's I I the last after the last time I had that issue, which was while I was coaching baseball uh, a couple years ago. I pretty much said from that point on, if I'm around moms, I will be just quiet. I'm there, and I am not speaking unless I am spoken to because uh, in their in their presence, I, apparently it is a privilege to get to talk to them. So <laughs> just leave it at that, man. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, well, you know, yeah. Different experiences, different people. Uh, you know, I will say 
I've never really had a problem, but I will say too, and I said obliviousness a moment ago as jokingly, but the reality of it is if you are on a power trip or you are like setting up a social click of any kind, um, I'm probably not going to be a part of it. I don't really want to be a part of it. I just, I don't, I'm like, no, no, you, you go ahead and do your thing because there's with any group of people, there's always a certain hierarchy. Yeah. And I don't need to be the loudest person there. No, um, I don't you know, either. Like, like you said, you just like, yeah, go ahead do what you do. And I'm, I'm having fun taking pictures with my kid and we're going to have a good time. And I'm taking pictures of maybe, you know, there, sometimes there are other parents that can't be there and they want pictures of their kids. And other mm-hmm. than that, yeah, let's go. We, yeah. Let's we'll eat where you want to eat. We'll, we'll, we'll go stop for the bathroom before we go upstairs or we won't depending on what, depending want. on what's going on. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But, yeah. but I will say it was, it was a good field trip. It was actually, actually a really cool field trip because where'd you go? Uh, we went to Sun Watch Indian Village uh, in what's, I guess, considered Kettering, Ohio. It's just north or just south of Dayton, Ohio. Uh, and in this little area, uh, just off of the river, is um, basically a recreation of um, an indigenous tribe um, that it's got a, di- a bunch of different, like, uh, it's the Fort Ancient People is what they call it. They also called it, but it's made up of a bunch of different tribes. Like mm-hmm. all these different tribes sort of like um, say that they're from this tribe. Mm-hmm. And it's really neat because they've done the work archaeology wise to basically find this uh, living uh, establishment, this community. Um, they've been able to um, look at the ground do some um, excavating and figure out like, all right, this was grass and dirt. This Mm -hmm. actually had a post. And so they replaced all of what wasn't there with posts. So like they actually put like the same style in. So they've got kind of this really cool border where all these posts would have been. Um, They've actually seen where some of the houses were. And so they've rebuilt, like they have like one that's just a shelter uh, or just like the, um, the interior of the shelter. So it's just all of the, the sticks and logs mm-hmm. and then they've got two houses that are like one was like a celebration room and one was like a big meeting room to, or be, big meeting house and it's just really neat to like walk in and just go back in time and just get to experience that and yeah. also talk about like you know this is how they taught the kids how to hunt like they actually have this thing where they roll this big stone puck and then they gave all the kids sticks that were like they didn't have the spear tip end on them but they let them throw them like they were spears and you know try to hit it and stuff and it was really fun i was just like this is so cool like um and they were showing them like how they would set up their gardens and where some of the other houses were that were on the property and that there actually are you know, buried bodies, like, you know, there's a graveyard over here on this one spot. And it's like all these, Mm -hmm. just like flat stones. And to me, like the one thing they didn't say that I, I noticed was that the flat stones were from the river. Like they were flat, like that didn't happen Mm -hmm. just anywhere. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's stuff that I've pulled out of like creeks before and things like that. So I was like, obviously knew what it was. And then they have a museum uh, with a lot of really neat uh, pieces in it. And um, they actually had, um, did a uh burial um oh, what is that called a, exhumed a body i guess to okay, yeah. just sort of like do some t- uh, studying and they uh did like a, a plaster 
mold of the face of this person and recreated them actually um, in like a full size person to like show you what they would have looked like, which was really neat yeah. um, with a couple other people. And uh, so all this different stuff. And it was so funny too, because like there's also like a painting in the background that like shows like more people and what they would have looked like. And mm -hmm. whereas the mannequins, they're like, they've got a top and bottom to them, like clothing wise. Um, the other, like some of the other women in this, like completely naked top, like showing it all. And I'm like, I never heard once anybody, adults or kids pointed out, say anything. Like I was just like, hmm, interesting. And, uh, you know, I feel like I've been on trips before, heard people say like, oh, so-and-so like flipped out when they saw this in art or something, you know, like whatever it was. And it's like, yeah. it, it's a depiction, like it's real life. Like it's not pornography or anything like that. Jeez, calm down. But never any of that was brought up. And I actually really appreciated that because it was like everybody was just immersed in the experience and, and enjoying it. That's but uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was it was a really cool, um, really cool trip. And I was glad to have gotten to go on it with my daughter. The nice part was that I didn't have to ride the bus up there, uh, which I heard was a complete dumpster fire of an experience because yeah. the kids were all excited. Every time a semi truck was coming up on them, they were all doing the toot toot, trying to yeah. get them to hit it and stuff. Make it all just being crazy. So, which is fine, whatever. That's, that, you know, that's all part of the growing up experience. It, I just didn't yeah. want to be around it. I drove my car on my own, listened to my own music, chilled out. <laughs> <laughs> that's it there, there is a time and a place where you should ride the bus with your kids that's it is and you do those things that, yeah. but but once you've done it and you've gotten your fill which could be one trip or it could be a hundred trips it's definitely on one are, trip right? <laughs> and you've done your your what you could and you, you just have to no i'll just meet you there because again and it's not just only do I, I get to listen to my music or i get to listen to my you know audiobooks for you um or whatever it might be but also yeah. i don't have to listen to i don't know 40 50 kids all talking at once yeah you know and and i mean i've i've i really enjoy being on the bus when i'm ready to be on the bus like you know but the last two times they've said oh well you know the parents if you want to go you'll have to meet us there and i'm like oh darn oh shoot <laughs> i guess i'll have to meet you there buddy yeah sorry no you know i i you know, I'd ride the bus with you, but parents are just, you know, there's only a couple of parents allowed or whatever. The I don't other, mind missing it. The other nice part about not having to ride the bus today, too, though, was that I dropped the kids off at school. I was able to um, go and vote um, when it, you know, there's not a lot of people around because they're all heading to work mm -hmm. anyway. So got to go in, vote. No problem. Actually, I got to talk to a few people outside um, one of the uh, township uh, committee people was out there. So I was chatting it up with him because they want to plant trees in front of my house. And I said, no. And I uh, actually got a waiver to not have that happen because I have enough trees uh, mm -hmm. that I don't need to in front of my house, especially right where I park at. Uh, so uh, anyway, so that was, he was kind of like congratulating me on that. And then, so I voted left, cool. you know, I was able to uh, gas up and then like, just, just take my time. Like, I showed up. We got there. I got there way before they did, honestly. So just it was nice. <laughs> mm -hmm. But awesome. Yeah. So good trip and all. And came home, picked them up from school and came back to the house here. And that was when we found uh, in the mail the newest Lego Life magazine. I can't get that to go up on screen. Now, I was I was going to you were talking about how respectful and understanding that uh, the kids were 
uh, when it came to seeing a woman that wasn't fully clothed. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and I thought that was interesting because I feel like your son has a certain propensity for enjoying <laughs> centerfolds. Not that kind of centerfold. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm positive. Yeah. That, that's what, that's what I'm talking about. Like, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> what kind of centerfold? Well, Rock? they were all excited about the Lego life. And my son comes walking in because we watched the Mandalorian uh, together and mm -hmm. Just so happens that in this edition of Mandalorian, I can't really hold on here. I got to take off my screen so you can see this, honestly, because it's worth checking out. So inside of the new Lego is this sweet minifigure of yeah. Rogu and the Mandalorian getting things ready for the next season. And so Hezekiah walks into the kitchen while I'm while I'm cooking. He's like, Hey, Papa, check this out. Isn't that awesome? I'm like, yeah, man, that's cool. I was like, that's called a centerfold. And Corey just about <laughs> fell on the ground laughing <laughs> at like a total like 90s dad moment. <laughs> and she's like, because I know where her mind went immediately. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, OK. And just like walks away has mm -hmm. absolutely no clue what I'm talking about. <laughs> dad, I love centerfolds. Me too, son. Me, <laughs> Me too. too. Read it for the articles. <laughs> <laughs> Do they even make magazines like I'm mean, sure they must. They must. I was, uh, you know, you know they must. I have absolutely no they idea. Must. I really don't know. I don't Probably I don't, not. Everything you, I feel like know. is transitioned to the online, yeah, yeah, digital type of thing. But, but regardless of that, uh, I know we talk a lot in like the Discord and stuff about Lego, and guys are always showing off Legos, especially on the dad loungers, always guys building Lego sometimes while they're talking. Mm -hmm. Grady Black. Uh, but if if you haven't signed your kid up for the Lego magazine, you should definitely do it because there's really cool like you get to see different sets. There's all different mm -hmm. like activities and things in there and stuff. And um, it's just it's just a really cool magazine that comes once. I think like once a month is what it is. It comes. And so it's just neat. I mean, it's all just basically, you know, gotcha. Uh, <laughs> gotcha it, advertising. Gotcha life. Yeah. And it's free. It's free. Yeah. Yeah. It's free. I'll, I'll put a link, I'll put a link oh. up uh, in the description if anybody wants to uh, subscribe to it so that your kids can uh, yeah. get a hold of it. I'm actually creating a second. Oh, your kids. Right. It's, oh, I'm yeah. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> uh, my kids will absolutely see it. Sure. I usually, actually, for a while there, I was like, uh, until I've read through it, you don't get a look at it because <laughs> I know they're going to mark it all up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I just want no to see respect. what's in there first. I know, right? None whatsoever. <laughs> but but yeah. I do like that the the because of the centerfold, as it were, of that magazine is a poster. Yeah. It looks like you know, you could take yeah. it out and you know, put it on the wall. And and for kids, especially having those types of things you can put on your wall if you let your kids do that. Of course, I mean, I'm sure some people don't, but right doing it. They love it. You know, it's part of their decorating and it also just makes it their own. And then it's something cool like the Mando, Lorian. Yeah. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. my So Ruby's big uh, big thing that she liked back in the day was the, uh, and she still likes them actually, is the elf Lego sets that they had or mm -hmm. the elves. Um, they've changed yeah. it up. It's a complete, like, it looks like the Friends style, uh, like Lego Friends uh, style of things, not the show. Um, but <laughs> well, because they're two different things, you know, like they, they, they are, had yeah, that, yeah. but anyway, no, but it looks more like that because they came out with like the Netflix, um, show for it and everything, and so they mm -hmm. changed around and like rounded everything out, and like nothing, nothing close to what 
it looked like previously. And they, of course, discontinued that whole set. I remember uh, she got into it like late and I was talking to Matt Strain about it. And he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, I went to a garage sale. He's like, this lady had like almost every single like set and I bought them all. And I just basically <laughs> like put them up in my attic and my daughter loves yeah. them. And so like I just bring one down like for birthdays and like holiday, mm-hmm. you know, different things. And I'm like, dude, you, you, uh, you win. <laughs> you, that's awesome. Already got my <laughs> holidays covered. <laughs> I was like, we were at his house when he was telling me that I'm like, I'm going up in your attic, man. I might have to go home with a couple of things. Like, you stay out of my attic. <laughs> <laughs> Why is your shirt so bulky? Brock? <laughs> uh, you know, a lot uh, crackers, yeah. a lot of crackers and I didn't actually chew them. So that's just squared off my belly <laughs> and I got to go. There's six packs and then there's six boxes. I don't understand <laughs> what's going on here. So. It takes a true dedication to make your 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 box belly. That's right. <laughs> I hear all this like like crunchical uh, plastic. Uh, what what is that? <laughs> Sorry, I got an upset stomach. A little gassy. I gotta <laughs> yeah, get out of here. Just a little bit. See you later. Bye now. Yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> Oh, shoot. But anyway, yeah, so that that was a, a fun little thing. But just the fact that Corey's laughing is is a good thing. It means that she's getting more on the men, too, because, you know, she's supposed to go back to work next week. But I don't know, like, I feel like it's going to be a lot of strain on her. So I don't want her to over extenuate herself too much because we want her to heal up real nice. And this has been quite the trying <laughs> journey, mm-hmm. uh, you know, be, being in being in your uh you're, you know, in your thirties and having a tonsillectomy is uh that's no joke. <laughs> yeah. And you don't, people say it all the time, but it takes something like that for you to actually come to that realization of when people say you heal slower when you're old mm-hmm. or older. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, Oh wow. Yeah. This is not, he- I'm not healed. Why am I not healed? I, I should yeah. be able to, you know, think hard and this scar will go away. No, no, that's, that's pretty permanent now. <laughs> Here I am trying to give Corey the benefit of the doubt with just saying she's in her thirties and she texts me and she's like almost 40. <laughs> I was trying to, you know, I guess she wants to stay true to herself. All right. That's fine. Yeah. Like a bottle of fine wine. She is like a bottle of fine wine. That's for sure. She's like a bottle of fine bourbon. That's what she is. So even better. More like a piece of some cheese, some fine (laughs) cheese, aged cheese, aged cheese. What is that smell? Is that aged (laughs) cheese? Yes. (laughs) I'm not going to, I'm not stepping in on that one. I'm out. I'm out. Tagging out. That's all right. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get her to listen, trying to get her to. To yeah. listen to the podcast. Well, what the, did he say? I can't tell you. you yeah. The other thing I was going <laughs> to tell you is uh, that I'm I'm drinking uh, a uh, a very special uh, drink from uh, Mr. Eric Schoberg uh, as part of the uh, bourbon tasting number two that was uh, done. So there's a group mm-hmm. of guys that we got together um, at Home Dad Con, and we all brought bourbon bottles and put them all into uh, like whatever it is, one ounce, two ounce, like the little bottles and got to bring them home and did like a whole thing. Yeah. Like the ones that I you got, got a couple. Yeah. You got a I couple. I only got there. two. I got the leftovers. That's right. You got the leftovers. That's right. I took Paul home and he was like, Hey, you can have some bourbon. I'm like, I ain't argue that. Let's go. What, what numbers did you get? I can tell you what they were. Um, uh, I got a one and I got a surprise bottle. It doesn't oh, have a label. Nothing on it. Okay. 
So, but I, I know what the, they are, Eric. And Paul told me what that one. Eric told me what the other one was. So, but anyway. Oh, did he? Okay. Bourbon tasting. Please yeah, return. So, so bourbon so tasting. Interrupted. Yeah. So Eric's bourbon that he gave, that he uh, found for everybody to try was a uh, hundred proof David Nicholson, eighteen forty three. It's actually really good. I didn't mark it as being like one of my like top favorites. It actually hit about number uh, six and all like total over everybody. So, but it it's a, it's a good one. Um, but yeah, that was it was just fun. Like you know, nine mm-hmm. guys on a Zoom call. Um, and just going through and we, you know, pour a little bit, try it, talk about it. Like we would, you know, kind of be like, these are the notes that I was, I'm tasting or whatever. And this is what proof I think it is. Like, is it a high, you know, rye mash build? Is it a wheat mash? But like we go through all this stuff. I know. Right. Yeah. All the stuff, you know, about. And, no. uh, so we, so we would go through all that. We went through all nine of them. And then at the, and then we like basically started from the, uh, I think we started with the, least picked or no sorry it wasn't the least picked we went from like the first one who like whoever was the best and then went up from there so uh to figure out like who had the worst bottle or whatever it was really funny so (laughs) it was it was a good time uh the word the uh quote-unquote uh worst bottle the one that was got the least votes with actually came from paul (laughs) are you kidding no um no he seems go ahead well, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like it's just all about palates, and you know, some people hit hit their palate different than it did for others. Is is kind of how it was, but um, he had a, a very unique bourbon. It was uh, from a, a company called uh, Holiday, and uh, it was a bottled in bond, so it was hundred proof, and it was all right. I wasn't like huge on it, but it was it was a it was a good one. Like for a lot of people, like I said, I wasn't a big fan of it. I actually gave it like a one out of 10, <laughs> not, not high up on my like flavor palette at all. So, but yeah, I mean, it was just a lot of fun. We had, we had a good time with it and that's, a, and that's the kind of stuff like, you know, that I feel like we start, we're starting to see more and more of you got like the beer share, you got this, you know, group of guys doing bourbon, you know, you got the guys doing coffee, that kind of stuff. And then, you know, just throughout discord itself, more conversations about all kinds of other different things going on too. Well, I have uh, the the one type of bottle of bourbon that I have now that is on my list. And I don't usually have a list, but I have a list because um, I don't know if you know, you recognize the name Matthew Lilliard. Mm -hmm. He was uh, Scooby-Doo. I posted about that. Yeah. Did it about his bourbon? Yeah, I was, I posted it in the, uh, in discord actually, because they just came out with it. It was a, it's a blended whiskey. Yeah. 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 So it's called Quest End Paladin. And he's got other ones that are coming out. And if you're a D player, um, for one, the fact that he's a D player it doesn't really surprise me, but he's one of probably my, you know, favorite actors. I really love him on the screen. He just, I don't know, there's something about him. And like I saw I loved him, him in, in Scream. Yeah, I didn't see Scream. So, but 13 oh. Ghosts, which was okay. Similar. Yeah. And then uh, before that was SLC Punk, Salt Lake City Punk. And I've never it seen was, that. yeah, that's an older movie. And okay. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's a and punk. The, he's like, yeah, I could see that. I could definitely, Mohawk and oh, I could definitely like, see that. Yeah. yeah. He, he fit right in. It was great. It was a great performance, but, um, but yeah, that stuff sold out so fast. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. Like, oh, come on. Oh, it's gone. Yeah. That's so the I've same got that stuff. on my, 
my list. That that's the same thing with like uh Corey and I, we were watching uh Outlander and mm-hmm. um we were catching up on everything, like going through, and of course it'd been out for a few years, so like all of it was hitting Netflix, and I just happened to just one day search out like I was like, they got these bottles, like is this like something specific? Well, here to come and find out like they actually made their own like blended scotch that they were drinking. That's actually like something you could purchase. You can't find it. It's gone. right. Yeah. Like it's it gone. went, it went so fast. <laughs> like there's so many, like, and that's the thing with good shows and, you know, mm-hmm. good actors, stuff like that. When they make things like it's hard to get a hold of. I will say this though. There are uh, some, uh, bourbons and whiskeys out there right now that are being more mass produced um, by larger companies um, that you can get a hold of. Like uh, Metallica, for instance, um, they have a, a collaboration <laughs> that they do. Um, and I can't think of who makes it exactly, but the bottle on it says like black, like, you know, like the uh, the Metallica um, album that's like just their name. All right, yeah. With the black, the black album, oh, that's um, cool. Inner Sandman, and all that. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so like that, that was put out by them. Um, you know, you got Matthew McConaughey does stuff with um, uh, uh, Wild Turkey. Um, so just, just different things like you know, actors and you know, musicians that are just putting this stuff out. They just kind of, hey, I want to be involved in this, and they slap their mm-hmm. name on it as a side, and it just it sells so fast. But that's that's the fun of it. That's that you know, yeah. Well, yeah, and Ryan Reynolds, and then um, oh yeah, uh, the Hugh Jackman that had their yeah they were they were fighting each other about so many things and yeah the aviation <laughs> aviation gin is a big right. one yeah yeah and it was huge and it you know I haven't tried it. I don't really like gin so it's not something I think I'll get into but it was delightful to yeah. see them coming out with products that they were really um you know proud of and um. It was it was really funny because Ryan Reynolds got his his gin and he said they're like having this little fight between him and Hugh Jackman and it's kind of a joke and it's kind of not and they said well, we're going to do ads for the other person's product yes and and Hugh Jackman does this amazing yeah it's just amazing <laughs> thing about the coffee I think it was and then Ryan Reynolds was like oh and just like dumps it and it falls over on the table and you hear it gurgling out on the floor and all that and it's like oh my god man. He just we were, totally trolls we, him like he normally I we would. Being, I thought we were joking. I thought it was going to be. No, I thought it was sincere, man. I really, I, I meant this. <laughs> it's like, such oh, a. Yeah. Yes, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Their whole thing with the Deadpool uh, Wolverine, like that running joke for multiple years. And now it's coming to fruition with the new Deadpool uh, movie. It, yeah. It's probably one of the greatest like long game campaigns that's ever been created and it's so and fun to just watch them right they're so good at it both of them yeah so, so and just the way they go back and forth it's like two brothers you know like they <laughs> that's true yeah i mean they just nitpick the heck out of each other and you know you can't tell if they're like you can't tell if it's true or if like it's acting like it, it's just that creative uh-huh. uh, so it's it's a lot of fun to, to watch them go back and forth for sure Yep, yep, yeah, yep. he so actually uh speaking of Ron Reynolds, so like they have he bought um or bought into with another actor um the FC Wrexham uh football club out of uh, England a couple yeah, years ago and they did like I a reality show. That. Yeah, so um it was interesting cuz like at one point they of course needed sponsorship and 
mm-hmm. av aviation jumped on that like aviation gin so like there are like there are jerseys that have like the aviation gin on it and stuff that you can get a hold of but yeah they they actually just put out a second season i haven't had a chance to watch it yet the first one was actually really good it was neat to if you're oh, yeah. a soccer fan it's like the different it's sort of like another level of ted lasso so like Ted Lasso is very inspirational and it's not uh-huh. really about the soccer. It's, you know, there's a, a storyline there. Uh-huh. And then you get the FC Wrexham, which is more about the soccer and this team like journeying to try to get out of being in the base, you know, in the basement of like the soccer club and actually come up to like the Premier League. But you also get to see sort of like the inner workings of what an owner goes through. Uh, okay. And everything. So you get all the commentary from like Ryan Reynolds and, you know, this is why we did it and how we did it. And so it's it's really intriguing. It's very documentary-esque uh, in a way, um, but it's got that like sort of next level of Ted Lasso. So if you like Ted Lasso, Ooh. go on Hulu and watch the FC Wrexham um, mm-hmm. quote unquote documentary. It's it's really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I definitely like Ted Lasso. That's an yeah. excellent show. So as I say, like you get a little more in depth into the uh, the soccer world with uh, with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So that's so that's kind of what's going on there. Um, I was looking at the calendar um, the other day, and I saw that we are getting closer to our uh, favorite food holiday uh, coming up here. Thanksgiving, yum. Christmas? Oh, that my birthday? Wait, no, that's coming too though. Yeah, it's um it's coming quick and we're uh we've been making plans to uh we we decided last year that we're not going to do turkey. Um if someone wanted a turkey, we would I could make one no problem, but um it's just not worth a lot of the hassle. And yeah. our oven here was built in 1978 or something. And while you have one of those double, ones in the wall? Yeah. Yeah, With double Alice? oven in the wall. Yeah, bingo. Oh bingo. my god! Seriously, yeah. and it's I can't fit anything in it. I can't put my cookie sheets. I can't, you know. So and I've said this before. I want to harp. Is it on a it, double but, oven? So yeah, is it a double? Oh, I saw yep. someone giving one of those away on Mac on like Craigslist or Marketplace Don't or something on Facebook. Take it. Don't take it. It's garbage. It's too small. So we can't do a real turkey. You know, I could fry one or whatever. We could figure it out. If morning was like, I really want a turkey. All right, baby, I'll get you a turkey. No problem. But uh, we're doing steak instead. I, I applaud and, you uh, for this. Yeah. Well, I think you make your own tradition. Yeah. You know, and if we go and like go with the the with the grandparents and what have you, and they want and they'll probably want a turkey because it is their tradition. Absolutely. I'll do, you know, we'll make a turkey, we'll do whatever you want. But for my family, and now for the uh, we've invited uh I don't know who actually is going to show up, but we've invited another couple. Uh, that Marnie knows through knitting and they have no kids. So there's just going to be the two of them. And then we have another uh, friend that we met over at uh, the university and stuff. And he's nice. maybe going to come over, maybe him, maybe him and his child, maybe, maybe more than that. We don't know yet, but um, yeah. So we were looking at, and I said, okay, we may have, we might have this many people. Cause my brother's coming with his two kids yeah. and his kids are, they're teenagers. So they're not really kids anymore. Like, so we're <laughs> just going to have, I think, 10, 10 or 12 adults and a couple of what we would be like nine and 10 year olds. So uh, I'm going to need a lot of steak. And, and, and Marnie's like, okay, well I'll go, I'm going to go to the store anyway and I'll just check and see and I'll, I'll, we'll pick it up. And I'm like, okay. And she bought like 15 steaks, but they were 
a less than $10 a piece because she bought, you know, so many, um, sure. it's still yeah. a lot of money, oh, but yeah. you know, it's steak. It's, it's, it is what it is. And here's the coolest part. And then I looked at her and I said, now this is fantastic. How are we going to cook 15 steaks in a matter of an hour? Have them oh, all I know cooked. how you have it in your backyard. I bet. Don't you own a Blackstone? I do. I do. That would do it. That could do it. <laughs> I want a sous vide. Oh, you want to you want to go that level. Okay. Yep. Because hey, Matt, Matt Strain, and, hello. <laughs> and, and and Eric too. I know Eric's listening. I hope he gets oh, this Eric point because he's the one that introduced me to them, like actually saw one in person. I've heard of it. I'm like a sous vide, whatever that is. But he's got this little immersion thing that you can put in, like even in a cooler if it'll if it'll do it right. So you could do it when you're camping. As long as you have power, you know, oh, that is, but, seems, that seems a little too close to glamping right there, man. It's, yeah, definitely. Well, yeah. <laughs> what that's you doing? I'm surveying a steak in my uh, cooler. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> man, if you're not eating really well when you're camping. Oh, no, I'm not saying you can't eat real well. Don't yeah. trust me. I, I hear you on that. Just the sous vide part kind of took me. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, basically just putting it in a, in a pot or a, a bucket kind of thing together. And then it brings okay. it up to it all up to a certain temperature and it keeps it at that temperature. So it can't overcook it. So it just stays there and, you know, and it's great. And then you take it out and then we'd sear them, um, you know, so we get them cooked to a certain level. And because I don't see, I could, I mean, I could fit 15 steaks on it, but I, I like to reverse sear them. I like to cook them in the middle and then sear them for the, 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 the taste of that uh, braised meat. Okay. And I, I, I said, you know, if we get a sous vide, I could just do it all. And then we'll just sear them on the Blackstone. Just make sure they got a nice little black, you know, yeah, char to them. And they'll be the best steaks we've ever had. Okay. And she's like, well, yeah, uh-huh. Uh, I spent all the sous vide money on steak. So <laughs> <laughs> I am not, in fact, going to get a sous vide. <laughs> you just like put it Which out I'm there. Cool with it. You're just going to put it yeah, out there on the buy nothing. Well. I. Right. ISO sous vide for Thanksgiving. Right. I'll give it back. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just, and I did ask. I asked everybody that was coming. I'm like, hey, and, and if you're coming, do you have a sous vide? No. Okay. How about you? No. 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 My brother was, I asked my brother and he goes, uh, what's an air fryer? <laughs> no. You know? Like, no, no, no. Stop. Just stop. <laughs> um, but it sounds really like high dollar fancy. It stuff, really does. Well, when you start talking French. not. It's a very simple process and it's a very uncomplicated way to, to cook meat to a certain, I mean, it's, it's, I'm not going to say it's better because you can't, what you want out of it. Like if you want to smoke, you want to smoke, that's all you're going to smoke your beef. You're going to smoke it. There's nothing else that'll work, but if you want to braise it or you want to do whatever, but sous vide cooks it very well and keeps it at the temperature you need it to be. So I think I just enjoy when I do a steak. I like I just like doing the whole cast iron, mm-hmm. butter, time like you know just the mm-hmm. whole Gordon Ramsay like show type of deal. Like that's that's my jam. I that's yeah. how I enjoy. We we'll get like filet mignons and do that kind of stuff with it, and or I'll go get a nice New York strip or something like that. And mm-hmm. and it's yeah. what you know, and in that way, that's your tradition. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you do it. So that's how you're going to exactly. do it. Right. Right. Well, and the other, the other uh, thing that I've been learning a lot with about like 
butchery and and meats and things is uh, actually on TikTok. There's a guy named the Meat Dad, and this guy is cool. He, I know it sounds really bad. <laughs> he's sitting there laughing, but he's he's a but he's a butcher. He got yeah. the he got the yeah. name of the Meat Dad. I love it. It, it. it fits him, and he basically will show you how to break down like large pieces of meat and save you mm-hmm. a bunch of money and things like that. And I haven't had the time to really go and do something along those lines and actually like go buy a big meat piece of meat like that and you yeah. know break it down but it's really cool to watch him do it and mm-hmm. it's at least something that's a resource that's like well if i ever want to buy a huge side of that like half a cow can, yeah something along those lines like i can just jump on tiktok and watch him you know very you know meticulously break it down mm-hmm. and to all these different pieces i'm like that's really yeah. cool it's a so, serious skill it's, oh it's yeah. very impressive my uncle was a butcher for many many years and it, i mean you'd see him especially when you come to thanksgiving mm-hmm. and that's you know he wasn't there every year so when he'd show up he's like yeah i, I can carve your turkey and it was i mean he'd bring his own knives which of course i you know i understand that now and he would just like whoop, 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 and there we go and it's all sliced up yep. and all the meat's off there's really almost no meat left on those bones and we're ready to go and i'm like i don't even, i don't even see what you did man I, it's a serious skill i'll tell you what's really impressive to watch and quite crazy is watching a hog go go through the whole butcher setup with a hog like i so Corey's family um her uh, brother, our brother-in-law, like they used to raise hogs and, you know, my, when my brother, my other brother-in-law from Colorado would come in, he's like, it's like, how much you want for a hog? And like, he, you know, Oh, don't worry. Like I got one here that it's not going to really sell. He's like, well, he's like, you can part it out. And so basically like I've watched that happen in multiple times. And I'm like, it's so impressive to see them just like carve this animal up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've, use some of those skills from hunting to be able to, you know, mm-hmm. do what I need to for when I take a deer and stuff like that. But those are like skills that I feel like are very lost in this world of today. Like there's not as many people doing those things. Um, you got to come to Wisconsin. Well, okay. It, <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Everybody, you're kind of required to know how to do these things here. Is that you're what just, it is? Yeah. yeah. Well, all right. It's a thing. It's it's you know we hunted a lot in Georgia. It, we ain't got nothing on Wisconsin. I mean the, the people here <laughs> they hunting and they're hunting and cleaning and the funny thing is is they've got a little um uh, uh like donation box not a little one really but a big old donation box they have out every year near the hardware store and it's for deer hide and you bring your hide out there and you you know you donate it for I think it's uh, it's not it's maybe the VFW, I can't remember, but it's one well, of you know the veteran it's, associations uh, over here. It's Hunters for the Hungry, I bet. Might be. Is, is, that's but a, this that's is just hide. Group. It's not meat. So, oh, it's just a hide. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's just a hide. So, okay. But the fact that you are asking the individual homeowners and hunters to bring in their deer hides means that you understand that they have them because they're taking them and they're cleaning them completely themselves and butchering yep. them up. You know, you go down to the fleet farm and oh my God, I love fleet farm. You go down to the fleet farm and they've got everything you need to process your own sausage, to process your own meats. You know, I've got a, a, like a deli meat slicer thing. Um, and I've got a grinder that I can make, you know, grind up sausage with and what have you, but it's nothing on what these guys have. It's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, and it may be a skill a lot of people don't have or are getting away from. But, you know, I think that's part of 
progress. I think yeah. that's a part of, you know, the thing where there was like, I, I learned war so that my children could learn art kind of thing. Um, I don't know if I, we, we've talked about that before, I think, but, but basically generationally where we, we were, we came out of, you know, the, the, the silent generation came into a world where they had to teach their kids how to survive. And then it becomes, and Dr. Animation talked about this, and then it becomes, you teach your kids how to thrive financially. And mm -hmm. once you've gotten through that generation, that generation teaches their kids how to be artists and how to be enlightened and how to learn and be intellectual. And it's a natural progression generation to generation that I think we want. That so evolution. is it bad that I want to progress backwards and just like be more yes. in the, I want to be in the woods, like away from all of the, this crazy progression and just like, <laughs> no, not at all because it's, <laughs> that's where it's, I'm at. It's a, and that's actually, you should read, um, of boys and men by Dr. I think it's Richard Reeve. Um, and he talks about, and it's an amazing book. Um, and I read it along with the Equimundo study, you know, the state of American fathers. Yeah. And I have to say that that desire to regress is very strong for men. And this mm -hmm. is a whole podcast. We could talk about this, but because we are not breadwinners, what are we? Because we have so many men now, so really so many women who make plenty of money and they don't even need to get married. The marriage rates are dropping. The, the rates of having children are dropping. Yeah. And so we have men that are suddenly, wait, well, I can't provide money for you. So what do I do? You know, and for us personally, nah, no, no big deal. I'll take care of the kids. You make the money. I don't mind. I'll do either one. But for so many men, they can't make that and they do want to regress. So I think it's very a, a natural thing for us. However, learning uh, survival skills and, and skills that we could use bushcraft and things like that is completely different because you can be enlightened and you can be an intellectual, you can be an artist and you can learn bushcraft and you can learn to clean a deer. Yeah, definitely. You know, because that's where, that's what we are as humans, you know, sure. specialization is for insects. Right? I just, as much as I'm on, I'm as much as I'm on like, social media and, and you know doing this podcast and everything else there's lots of times i just basically want to just like board it all up and be like i'm done i'm going out of the woods get well, away we're, from everything uh, we're going winter camping with the milwaukee dads group i didn't get that invitation what are you talking about are you in the milwaukee dads group i'm not that's why I'm nah, down that's here. why you didn't get it i uh, know that would <laughs> be in, uh here that in would cincinnati be, i will say i don't think i have ever camped in the snow that would well, you want them i don't know maybe when is it <laughs> we'll talk, uh, offline, we talk about that. Yeah. yeah I'm curious. I have another opportunity that I want to potentially run by you that, uh, that okay. a friend of ours wants, has all the gear to go winter camping and hasn't done it and wants to. And I, I invited him up for Thanksgiving and we'll see. Um, okay. But if he doesn't, I'm like, yeah, come up here in February Cold. or March. Come here yeah. in March and we can still winter camp. We can ice fish in March. Oh, I mean, I'm not surprised. Know? I mean, I remember <laughs> leaving. Dude, I remember leaving to go do the Pacific Northwest trip, and there was still snow in places as we drove west. <laughs> and I was like, holy crap. Like, right. I was like, this right. is nuts. Like, well, we went, we got all the way out to, uh, God, where did we get to? Oh, we were at the uh, Olympic National Park there in uh, Washington, and there mm -hmm. was still piles of snow, like, yeah. you know, like bears coming out of the dens and like digging through the snow to like find stuff. And I'm just like, 
Where yes. are we? Like it's May for crazy. Like it's actually June. I'm like, it's like this is ridiculous. Like it was actually yeah, it was June by that point. I'm like it's June. And there's snow on the ground still. This is yeah, unreal. That's crazy. I've never experienced that. Oh. But I I love it. I love. But I did cold. just experience snow at Halloween. So you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> anything's possible. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Oh so, my gosh. Yeah, you just never know. It's that's the weather for you. But well, I'll yep. say this. You know, we we've te- we've teased talking about Thanksgiving for the past two episodes. I definitely want to have that conversation fully through. So what we'll do is is if you've listened this far into the show, if you have questions about, you know, anything you're prepping, or if you even just want to tell us what you're what you're doing family tradition wise or something like those something along those lines uh with your family. Put them in the comments here or shoot us a message on uh, Messenger or whatever, and uh, we'll we'll go through and try to address as many of them as possible. It's always fun to get those. I know Eric Schoberg, if he's made it to this point, mm-hmm. he's already just texting us anyways and just telling us this stuff. We have our own message thread. He just sends me things on so, or sends us things on, which is hilarious. Uh, but that's when that's I know you're li- our favorite. But that's why he. I know he's listening at that point. So, <laughs> so we get live live updates. Mm hmm. But yeah, so we'll do we'll do the Thanksgiving show uh, next week, and uh, that'll so that'll come out um, right that week of uh, of Thanksgiving. So that'll be that'll be fun because you know talking food that's always a good time. Until then, we'll talk to y'all next week. Have a good one. <laughs> good night, everybody. I'm a dad. That's what I do.